Well, welcome again to this podcast based on leadership principles and how you, we can apply them in the local congregation. My name is Rod McNair. And I'm Jonathan McNair. And this is Brother to Brother. while ago we were talking about a topic that you had brought up and that is two things leaders don't say and one they do isn't that isn't that a great title surely everybody will want to listen to the podcast with a title like that yeah i it draws me in (laughs) okay so tell us a little bit about why why you thought of this well there's there's a proverb proverbs chapter 25 and verse 11, the proverb goes like this. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. Mm. So the proverb really says, speaks to the importance of our words, the importance of what we say. And when it comes to leadership, words, communication are, mm. are really important. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, that's where this came from in terms of what it is that leaders say and don't say. Words can either make or break a leader, can't they? They they can, and and they can hurt people. They can mm. encourage people. Mm. Uh, so, a leader is is in a you might say in a, in a position that their words, you might say, carry an outsize import mm. be, yeah. because of the particular role that they're playing. So, two things leaders don't say. One, they do. What is one thing leaders should say? Okay, so. Why thought I mean, sorry, I shouldn't should say two things. I know what you say. I know you knew what I know what you were trying to say. What's one thing they shouldn't say? They should not say it's true because I said so, or it's because Who I says? said so. Who says I? It, what, words, why? Why should we listen to you say that? Well, hold on a second. <laughs> You're confusing me. No, it's true because I said so. What? Well, in other words, uh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm getting you off track. Okay, so you're 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 confusing me. No, the whole point, the, the idea is this: is as a leader, you know, within God's church, we we don't have to, you might say, uh, rest or what we want to say or what we want to ask people to do or whatever, or or even let's say even uh, speaking. Let's say, mm-hmm. for example, teaching. Yeah. As a leader in the church, we don't have to rely on our own opinion, our own experience, our own skill, um, our expertise, because mm. we actually, the, the, the whole point of being God calling us into the body is to become familiar with relying on and looking to God's words, not ours. So that's part of the whole point of being part of the church. So, so yeah, you're right. It, actually, if we're speaking, for example, uh, it's not because our, of our oratory skills or, or or let's say a debating skills or reasoning skills that that makes us an effective speaker, it's because we're reflecting or should be reflecting uh, God's word, and 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 honestly, that, so that that applies to uh, let's say for teaching, okay? Yeah. And, and I, I I was thinking uh, the TWP that we just had this last weekend. There's a person was asking about the rapture. You know, mm-hmm. this is where this came to my mind. They and they were saying, well, the, this is what you know, this is what the Bible says, right? Is a uh, the rap, thus, thus and such, and talk about the rapture. And by the way, before you go to the next thought, because I think I know what you're thinking, uh, Matthew 7, 29, Christ, uh, it says, when he was done speaking, they marveled because he spoke as one having authority and not as the scribes. 
Right. And so it, it, it seems like he was, he was quoting constantly the scriptures. As his, as his authority, really. Exactly. Even as the Son of God, yeah. he wasn't just sort of, and he also always pointed to the Father. He did. He, he never did. said, believe me, just because I said so. Yeah. He said, look, I'm a reflection of my Father. And even if he, he does have a, uh, the authority in that, in that situation, that, right. in that setting, he actually pointed to the scriptures and to the Father, as you said, to the authority above and, him. And th- so this is what this is what we do. We can do, <clears throat> right? Again, so what teaching. if it's not in teaching? What if it's more of a in administering? Let's say you know uh, just the functions in a congregation where 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 it's not about you know uh, pointing to a scripture yeah. to back up what you're saying. What if it those other situations? Well, you know, the way we function within the church is as a body, as a team working together. And, and so when we're doing something, that responsibility has been given to us by somebody else. You know, you, mm. you really can't get, get away from that at some point because we function as a body, as a team. I mean, just like uh, from the head to the toe and the arms and the fingers, we function as a body. We function that way as a church. Therefore, um, when we're doing something, carrying out some, some action or task, and, um, and, and let's say, for example, somebody uh, said, well, I think you should do it this way. Instead, maybe it's setting up chairs in our local congregation, mm. for example. <clears throat> somebody says, well, why aren't you doing it this way? I think you should do it this way instead. I think the chairs should point the other direction. And now mm. we don't have to say, look, dummy, I'm doing this because, I mean, you, you don't tell me what to do because right. I, this is my job. Right. And I think they should be pointed this way. We, we can be able to say, look. This is the way that I was asked to do it by the elder, by the pastor. We have actually tried some different ways, mm-hmm. but uh, finally, the decision was made to go ahead and do it this way. Look, if you and so if you if you don't like that, you know, if you're if you feel like it could be, could be, could be done better, um, maybe it could. But really, uh, he, we need to defer to whoever gave me the job in, in that sense. And I think it, that applies in so many different ways across the board. You know, it's easy to to just feel like when when we feel like what we're doing is is attacked. Yeah, you know that's how we feel. It's easy for us to look for how to defend and how to justify what we're doing uh, personally, yeah. as opposed to saying, "Look, I'm just following you know directions. I'm following the authority given to me. There might be a better way." Yeah. So so if if there is a better way, let Let's let's talk to the, the the guy in charge. If you really think you've got a better way, yeah. Uh, there there's a little bit of an acknowledgement, like you say, that it's we're not an island, right? On this on this project, and you have to you have to think sometimes when we may get that feeling, when we may feel like mm. we've got to defend our actions, or it may be because we're overstepping our our that, uh, our mandate. That you know? can be. We can go beyond what those in a, in, over us would actually want us to do because because maybe we have actually stepped beyond and and, yeah. and so we we even have a sensitivity because we're not sure that that the way we're doing it is actually going to be necessarily approved if light is shown on it right um, right that can be uh that can be a problem so we've got to use our own force of uh do it because i said so because back, maybe we we do feel a little uneasy about you know if it were uh, uh, brought up to those over us. And, and I think this speaks to the point of m- making sure that we, frankly, this could even now back to speaking, this could, this could have to do with speaking where we, we make sure that we're not 
even speaking beyond what the scriptures speak. Right. You know, we're not right. actually going out on limbs that cannot be backed up by the scriptures. Um, right. Because now we're getting into, let's say, teaching and philosophy and ideas and what should be because of what we think, not because it can be supported by the scripture. So there's, um, I think there are a lot of things we could, we could talk about different mm -hmm. directions we could go, but um, leaders don't get in the mindset of it's true or this is the way it should be or um, this is the way you should, you should think or, or, or act because just because I said so. Because they recognize they are a part of a bigger organ organism, sure. don't they? That, that's yeah. it. That's it. Okay. Look what's up. a second thing leaders don't say? You're fired. You're fired. I mean, uh, you're, you're not uh, right not now, like on the air. <laughs> I can't, I don't have the authority to fire you. There, there <laughs> that's you go. true. So, I am going beyond my main mandate. <laughs> I'm no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the words you're fired as in we work differently within the church than a typical business organization. God calls, you know, yeah. none of us, there's no man, there's no woman who is called anybody. God is the one who calls. And when he places True. people in the body, we don't have the authority just to, out of hand, boss people around and push people around by, you know, having, even, and I say, when I say you're fired, I'm thinking broadly, even in the sense of mentally where we discount people, mm. you know, and yeah. we, we, um, we think, we just don't think so, so we don't think highly of them. So therefore the way we treat them is almost as if we basically said, I don't want, you know, I don't like you. I wish, frankly, you weren't part of the body. Right. Uh, right. And that's a dangerous place to be. Now, this is all understanding that a different topic, but there are times when a person disqualifies themselves from being in the body, disfellowshipment, et cetera. Right. Totally different, different issue. Different, different issue. We're not, what we're talking about is, is you and I, mm -hmm. as a, as members of the body, we don't have the right to cancel each other. Right. Uh, you know, and, and, and whether, whether sort of, like pushing, you, you know, you're off the island or, or even just emotionally, like yeah. you're saying, just, I'm going to shun that person, ignore that person. I'm, I'm going to give them the silent treatment, yeah. you know, like we did when we were kids, yeah. you know, yeah. so that, that doesn't, that doesn't work in a body. Well, and, and I think anybody who, who is called into the church and begins to be in a congregation begins to realize that God calls from all different walks of life mm. and different personalities, different, different, uh, different types of people. And we can easily rub each other the wrong way. Yeah. And actually, that's part of the growth process, isn't it? Sure. And, and so um, we can become impatient, especially when we are in a leadership role. We can almost get into an us versus them with mm. other people mentality yeah. because we become frustrated with people's foibles. But what I'm saying is if we have a mentality of recognizing that God is one who's placed somebody in the body, then we're going to be a little more patient because we're going to recognize, okay, a God has placed this person here. How do I, how do I, I work with them? How do I, yeah. if I have a response, but how do I put a, a round peg in a round hole in terms of maybe even delegating and right. asking help? Put them in a position where they can succeed. Yeah. As opposed to being frustrated because, well, they're not doing it the way I want. And, and don't, and don't use um, <clears throat> maybe the fact that, they may rub us the wrong way or be a different mm. personality as an excuse to be impatient yeah. or even be discounted of them. I mean, that, that's true. We could be, we could actually push them out the door. Now, what about, let's say, uh, you know, let's think for a moment, the working environment out in the world 
and and even let's say a member uh, employs another member in the church yeah. that can happen sometimes so so how can that affect sometimes even the way we then automatically think of one another in the church well and and in all fairness i mean i think if a member does employ another member mm. in in a job and some type of a business <clears throat> frankly the reason why that that member is hired is because they can do a job they mm-hmm. have a skill and and if they aren't qualified frankly to do that um to do that job and and they don't have the skill to do the job it it, it only creates frustration and frankly it can be damaging to the business right to allow right. them to continue work as opposed to saying look you need to find another job elsewhere because this is not this is not your cup of tea it's not working so if you're employing another member yeah, you, you you've got the prerogative to to let them go if it's just not working but not to you know fire them out of the church yeah, this, right this is right. that's a different story right and again as you said before i want to reiterate we're not talking about um disfellowshipment which right again the bible gives the yeah you know, the, the, uh, the, the grounds upon which somebody needs to be removed from the church. You're right. Uh, Even that that is not just based on a personal opinion. I don't like you. I can't get along with you. It's, it's on biblical grounds. There are reasons why it happens. And so frankly, the person, they, their actions in that case, their actions dictate that, um, a pastor has a responsibility, frankly, and and they're being derelict in their responsibility. If they don't, um, uh, make it clear to them that they cannot be part of the body anymore because of their actions, etc. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking right. about having a mentality of of um, of not acknowledging and recognizing that God calls all different types of people into His body, and we have yeah. to remember we can't we don't have the ability to even mentally, you might say, fire them. Right, right, and that's that's a, a acknowledging that we're not going to be best friends with everyone. There, there will be some people that we will get along with better, easier. Um, there are some people that maybe we, maybe we should, uh, you know, uh, avoid certain situations that we know are flashpoints, yeah. either for us or them. But we, we also should, should ask God to help us right. to work with them, to, to, to pray for them, uh, to soften our hearts, soften their hearts, and, and find ways because we're going to be in the kingdom together. God isn't going to separate us, you know, on different corners of the universe. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. We have to get along. No, we don't exactly. We don't get to to pick and choose who is in God's church. Oh, right. We're all we're all weak. And we can be thankful, frankly, that that God does it that way because maybe for some people, maybe we we're the, the one. We are the one that's the that's problem right. and, that's and right. so. so a second thing that leaders don't say is you're, you're fired. fired. Yeah. What's one thing that leaders do say good job thank you you're welcome i thought you did a good job today you did an excellent job at um drawing out opinions and comments oh, excellent job and you I notice how i was that. specific and oh. how i i complimented you i wanted to tell you you had really good diction and and eye contact <laughs> today <laughs> thank you so, i guess that's not terribly relevant on a podcast <laughs> no. but so the, the audience, they can't judge whether you're being disingenuous or not. But my point is, is that while there are things that leaders don't say or think, there are also things that they do. And one yeah. is, frankly, good job. It's the mentality. And I, I say think because before a comment is made, before a, an, an honest um, note of encouragement is given to somebody, it has to be in our thoughts. Hmm. And I, I think 
if we're thinking that way of looking for uh, ways to praise and encourage other people, then then what happens is it comes out of our mouth eventually. But if we're not even looking, if we're not even thinking, but we're only thinking of ourselves, um, we're only thinking of getting the job done. Mm-hmm. You know, getting those chairs set up. It doesn't matter who we have to run over in order and you know elbow out of the way to get that chair set up. Then we're not going to be encouraging other people. You know, and like you were saying that it, the, when our when our mind is on another person, it comes out. Yeah. And, and we're talking about leadership. Let's talk about leadership in the home. I mean, as a, a, a father with children, mother with children, husband, wife, back and forth, whenever you give a compliment, it always is much more meaningful if it is specific. Right. Just right. like a little while ago, you were complimenting me on how I was drawing you out. That wasn't yeah. just a, a general, you know, compliment but you you were specific so anyway and that's why i there's a little bit i mean i poke fun at it a little bit by saying good job i mean uh, right but but there is more to you're you're not just saying that you should repeat these words over and over again maybe give a recording to those that work for you but but that's the concept and look for specific ways and it what it shows is a spirit of appreciation yeah. Frankly, it's the it's the spirit, it's the godly spirit of being thankful, being mm-hmm. appreciative, um, and 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 we can practice that with our interactions with, with other people. And if a, to be a godly leader, we have to have a mindset of being willing to show appreciation, an honest thank you. Yeah, um, and that's motivating. It when, is when someone is thankful, it gives acknowledgement and specific acknowledgement then it makes you want to do that again. It, it does. The worst, the, the thing that can uh, really discourage participation is a lack of, of acknowledgement, mm-hmm. you know? lack of appreciation. The worst thing we can do is basically just be oblivious or, yeah. um, or, or not even show appreciation for the efforts of other people. So that's, that's the point I'm making with you this. You know, that's a really good point, that when we are delegated any kind of authority and whether it's in the family, the home, or whether it's in the church setting uh, activities or setting up or whatever physical um, jobs, we often think of the, the job as the big deal Yeah, to get done. That's the delegation. But really a part of being delegated authority in a job is to get our minds on those people that are doing that job to notice what they did, yeah. And to reinforce the thing, the good things they did, isn't it? But but let me ask you, how many times, and I say, have you seen, because we see other people's foibles and faults, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I grant that. But how many times have you seen a person who's in a leadership role talk about themselves? Mm. How important they are, their experiences, what they did, you know, years gone by, or what they did last year all about themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what the, the problem is, is when, when we get in a leadership position, we get the bully pulpit in a sense. Mm-hmm. And others who are not, you know, who are not leaders, those mm-hmm. who, who we have um, sway over or authority over or even nominal authority in terms of our involvement in the congregation, they actually have to listen to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so yeah. we can very easily fall into the bad habit as a leader of talking about ourselves, mm-hmm. our opinions, mm-hmm. what we think, um, 
and why it's true because you know we think this that way and it's all about us yeah how yeah. how how rare it is to see someone who as a leader who truly is interested in other people right. and you have to draw them out i think as a leader a leader that has the double responsibility of not only pushing themselves forward mm. but going to the extra effort to draw other people out because they will be frankly reticent to speak up because yeah. You're the dominant force right. in that scenario. I think you meant not pushing themselves forward. You know, oh, right. In other words, they'll be they'll be reticent to do so. That's right. They that's will right. Not, but but we also need to draw other people out. That's what I'm saying. Them, yeah. yeah, a yeah. leader has to go the extra effort to draw them out. Right. Um, but but that's oftentimes not what that's you see rare. for leaders. That's rare. Yeah. yeah. So that that and that means a lot. Now that's, that's motivating. I think we all can think about. People that we have done things for, whether it's a, you know, let's just think in, in the context of what we're talking about. We, we can all think of jobs or tasks we've been given with people who really showed appreciation. And that sticks yeah. in our mind and we never forget it. And I think something else is true. And that is that we, in one sense, we really appreciate words of encouragement from the one who has given us the job that's a good point more so than even somebody else who let's say a peer or somebody who's involved yeah. when when the one who has asked us to do this comes back and says well done yeah i mean that's a that's what god says to yeah. his good and faithful servant well done that really carries a lot of weight which means as a leader we have the responsibility to think of of those that that we're serving and mm. that we're leading and go to the extra effort to let them know that we appreciate what they've done because it's going to carry extra weight. Which means we need to be thinking about what they're doing. Yeah. I have our minds on them and not just ourselves. So good job is, is it's just a couple of words yeah. that I, I'm trying to, you know, use as the tip of the iceberg of what that's all about. Yeah. Good so, job. That's well, well that's very helpful. You. And, and you did an excellent job today. And I'm trying to think of something. Obviously, my mind is not what I was saying, but I can't think of anything you did a good job. Well, at. I wasn't very That's specific terrible. either. I just said, good job. True, true. You're fired. So, <laughs> because I said so. <laughs> I think okay. everybody's going to be completely confused if we're not careful. <laughs> we are at 21 minutes now Excellent and a job. half, and I don't know if we've ever stopped this early. We've so done a good job. It's the time to stop. Can we compliment ourselves on this? <laughs> So two leaders thing, two things leaders don't say, and one they do. Any final comments before we close? Let's just reiterate the points. So first thing that leaders don't say, it's true because I say so. Or it's uh, the second one, you're, you're fired. fired. And the thing they do say in one way or another is good job. Good job. That's a good time to and close. And that's all I have to say on that subject. All right. Thanks for being with us. We hope it was helpful and thoughtful and thoughtful, thought provoking and inspiring <laughs> and maybe even a, a little bit encouraging as well. Uh, this has been Rod McNair and this is Jonathan McNair and this has been Brother to Brother. See you next time. Have a great week.